I've always thought that the way my mind works is kind of weird. And so it's doubly weird for me to meet someone that thinks almost just like me. His name is Joe Katinsky. This is Mike McCurry Live number 19 with the aforementioned Joe Katinsky. Could also be called Mike and McCurry Eats. We're sitting in a diner. It's the first in-person interview I've done for the podcast. Whole lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. make sure we're live before I tell you we're live because I'm not sure we're live. I'm going to make sure everything's good to go. I am Mike McCurry. You are listening, maybe watching Mike McCurry live number 19. And it appears it's working here. Joe, I believe we have the audio is good. Fantastic. All right. Just want to make sure. Good. I'm here with with Joe Katinsky. I'm sorry. If you don't mind, I just need to go use the restaurant. You have impeccable timing, sir. Yes, you well, are you are just a gem, an officer, and a gentleman. Thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. No problem, it. man. It's, I'm excited uh, for it. It's interesting. It's the first. I was thinking back. This is the first in-person interview okay. that we've done for Mike McCurry Live. Um, I've interviewed people before in person, but not on the program. And so this is going to be fun. Um, we've been sitting here for um, 30 minutes, maybe a little longer than that. I don't think people truly appreciate the effort that goes into this before right the countdown begins right yeah right and yeah the, the everyone you know the, that countdown that some people detest i'm looking at you my brother-in-law austin marriott he doesn't like the countdown um he and i are not on the same side i approve of the countdown you, he approved joe it's hashtag it's joe approved tm there you go there you go, there you go. Yeah. so i i'm i appreciate that so at least we have one one true fan of the countdown so go, that's buddy. good so here's the deal Okay. We are sitting at the, for those that are listening and watching, what is going on? Because we are not in my basement right now. We are not, uh, Joe's not coming to us from his living room, from his study, from wherever. Maybe he does study here, but we are at the Tip Top Restaurant. I have never been to the Tip Top Restaurant, um, so I'm going to give you a real review, though I will be a slight bit biased because they're allowing us to do this interview here uh, on their premises, and I appreciate that. And so, um, yeah, we're having a good time. We are going to um, get to some questions and things, mm-hmm. but I think at some point here we need to flag down the waitress. Uh, are you allowed to call them waitresses these days? I just call her Jessica. Jessica, okay. Yeah. All right, that sounds good. I, yeah. Am I allowed to call her Jessica? Probably. Well? Probably so, okay. If so, you're not, she'll let you know. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. So, um, those that are watching, thank you. Um, again, the first in-person interview, it's not in my home, it's not at our church, it's it's at a restaurant. We're having a good time with it. So, let's, um, I think we need to look at the menu if that's okay. Unless you had some questions you want to just jump right into while we wait on the No, I, I, I all but have the menu memorized at okay. this point. So and it, it's, yeah. it, it is an extensive menu. It is it not is. like four things on it. Um, it is, uh, I don't know if you can see this or not here. There is a lot, it's trifold. I'm there is tell a you, lot of detail on this. There's menu. nothing in here that you're going to go, you know, that's the absolute best fill in the blank sure. I've ever had. Sure. Uh, but everything is solid. Okay. The fried chicken is high on the list okay. of some of the better fried chicken I've had. Sure. Um, but there's nothing I've ever eaten here that I've walked out and gone, I don't think I'm ever going to have that again. Right. Everything is solid. Okay. Well, and, and having that extensive of a menu and still being able to be that solid across the board, because there are some places that are 
uh, what is it, a mile wide, inch deep, have nothing you know, right. going on, but at least they right. have some depth in what they do, and they do it well. So yeah. it reminds me of, um, uh, was it Mike's Place? Have you ever been there yes. before? Yes. Yeah, a lot That's of options. That's a deep menu. Right, right. Son of, of Chucky, by the way. What's that? The Son of Chucky, if you've never had it, no. is absolutely worth it. Mm. It's worth like once. Okay. Because like it's pricey for what you're getting. Gotcha. But what it is is... The serving sizes are pretty pretty generous though over oh, the yeah. next place. So yeah. We're talking about Akron food places. Now I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm getting hungry now. Um, now we're talking about food. I have always... I have to get this off my chest right off the bat. I have always... Did not not detested, but always thought very little of Akron as a food destination. Um, would you can? I've only lived here for about five years. Okay. And so, um, went to college out in Santa Clara, California. Yeah. And so you have that whole the Filipino, Hispanic, you know, sure. everything, uh, Asian, everything you could possibly want. Yeah. Um, got my master's in the Chicagoland area. Again, melting pot, anything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come here, mm-hmm. and I feel not let down because I don't know what I was expecting. But am I thinking? Am I wrong? No. So Akron is a meat and potatoes kind of place. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, describe it. It will argue that it is the the home of the where the hamburger was invented. Okay, um, I heard that. Okay. Menchie's brothers says that they invented it. Uh, I can't verify that. And frankly, as far as burgers go, they don't top my list. Okay. Um, they put coffee in their meat, which is an interesting idea. Like 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 ground, not the grounds, or, or like yeah. like this is just liquid, or yeah, or? no, I, I I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. I don't want to uh, besmirch their name sure. by. <laughs> By saying that you know the wrong technique, right? But um, they put coffee in their in their burger. Okay. Uh, then you have places like Swenson's. Mm-hmm. They put no, brown Swenson's sugar in I their like, burger. I like Swenson's. Yeah, brown yeah. sugar, Velveeta cheese. You can't go wrong. You know that Swenson's. But there's a lot of good burgers yeah, around Swenson's. here. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So how do we get a hold of Jessica? Uh, next time she goes by, I'm going to do oh, one of these. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so why are we in a restaurant? That might be a question people are asking. So maybe you can fill in the blanks as to why we are in a restaurant right now. Besides, um, I'm hungry. Well, A, I'm hungry. Okay. B, you're hungry. Right. C, I, I like restaurants for meeting up with people. Right? I, anymore, I will almost never invite you to my home. I will always say, hey, if I haven't seen you in a while or if this is the first time we're meeting face-to-face for, you know, I'll say, hey, let's go to, let's find a restaurant, we'll go there, we'll hang out. Um, And the reason I do that is twofold. One, I like food. And I think food is the sort of thing that you can either, you know, be united over or argue over, but it's a good point to start a conversation one way or another. Uh, And two, I want to farm out my hospitality. If I invite you to my home, mm-hmm. I'm responsible for refilling your water or whatever beverage you're drinking. Uh, I'm going to be cooking the meal. I'm going to be cleaning up the meal. Right. And all of those things are going to take my attention away from actually talking right. to you. Right. And so when you first start that, I was going to say in D, you could say laziness, but it's not. And you got to it. Yeah. Where it's just the ability to actually focus on what's going on. Right. And that has been, not to get away, we can get back to that in a second. One of the reasons, like, to, to right now, 
you're just going to see us on split screen, I'm doing my absolute utmost to not think about the fact that I'm host and producer. Because yeah. the le least, less I can think about that, sure. the more you can concentrate on what's actually happening here. And quick side note, admin, we are only on Mike McCurry Live Facebook page because um, we're dealing with um, slightly spotty connection. And so just going to one spot, we'll upload it to other locations later on. But you can keep going with, with yeah. the thought about uh, connecting with people. But, uh, I mean, don't be confused. Mm -hmm. It's laziness. <laughs> okay. But D I justify D the laziness one, okay. by saying, well, I want to focus on the other person. But it, that's, that's uh, at your convenience, man. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So this is Jessica. This is Jessica. Jessica. on my camera right now, okay. just, just so you know. It's, it's okay. Yeah. But Jessica, thank you for allowing us the okay. opportunity. Um, gotten everything set up here. So Joe obviously knows the menu. Yeah. Um, just for the people at home, okay. what would they? What would you recommend here at Tip Top? We are well known for our fried chicken. Okay. Uh, fried chicken and beer battered cod are the two okay. big ones. Okay. Um, we serve breakfast all day. Cool. So, Madero is another big one. Sure. Like sure. I I don't like places that stop serving breakfast <laughs> at a certain time. Right. Because like like Cracker Barrel doesn't. They they let you get breakfast all all day. Yeah. But places that make me because I don't want breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning. I I, I want the opposite. Day. Okay. I I want a restaurant that serves Just, dinner all day. Okay. Do you because do dinner I would, all day? Everything all day? Yeah, see? Uh, are you 24 hours as well? No, no, no okay. we close at 9 every day but Sunday. Sundays okay. we close at 8. Okay. Yeah. But still, I but everything all day? I worked night shift for okay. four years. Okay. And I can tell you that there's nothing better at 6 o'clock in the morning than sweet and sour chicken okay. because that's the end of your day and you think it's dinner time. Sure. Uh, but you cannot find sweet and sour chicken and at 6 o'clock in the morning. on your belly to just go to sleep Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I like food too much to care. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the hit. Yeah. So, so milkshakes at 6 a.m. when we open. There you go. There you go. So I have no idea what I want except for a lemon for the water. Okay. Besides that, do you do, just wait a little bit and we'll order together or what do you want to do? I mean, I can go whenever. Yeah, well, we'll just wait and we'll, we'll order later on. In about five minutes or so, if that's way. Perfect. So, uh, my wife reminded me that people probably, well, she said, um, she's always trying to protect me. Okay. And it's a good thing. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like a cocoon or like a bubble boy or something. Yeah, yeah. Go uh, team. Thank you. Sorry. Um, but um, she mentioned, you know, maybe people would rather not watch you eat live. And so part of it is I don't care. Right. That's part of it. Um, but I feel it, it's authentic. I mean, everybody everybody eats. Everybody eats when you go out, like, you go out to dinner with somebody. You're right. going to eat in the course of the conversation. Right. As long as we're not chewing into our microphones, I feel like that's okay. Right. Right. right? Try not to do that. <laughs> like, nobody wants that. Right. But, you know, there's so many shows where, like, like one of the shows I really enjoy is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, I, I like the, the idea that they're out doing things right. that normal people do having conversations in the way that normal people have conversations. Right. It's completely unnatural to sit down across yes. from somebody and just have a conversation and like act like that's a normal thing. Right. Because it's not. Right. You're you're either sitting in your living room with somebody, mm -hmm. you're sitting in a restaurant with somebody, you're you're someplace you're doing something. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and in people's, you know, they get uptight about and so, so, so rightly so in this most connected society we've ever had with phones and the ability we you know texting back and forth and right. things. 
um, that face-to-face, because there are things and way, and the nuances of how I'm going to talk to you is so different. And, and I would love to take Michael McCurry live to just in-person mm-hmm. um, interviews. Um, you know, logistics doesn't always allow that. But um, your budget would nuance, go way up. That's, that's yeah. true. And so I'm going to need, I'm going to need to start like a fundraiser or a Patreon account yeah. or something. Um, you know, very quickly, I'd like to make sure that the sound is reasonable. Um, make sure everything is good. Let's see what the uh, what the people are saying. And those of you that are tuning in, I appreciate it. Let's see here. Let's see. What does... Okay, my wife says, but a joy I've heard a lot about you. I'm, I'm expecting big things from this interview. So please I'm don't sorry. disappoint. Um, let's see here. Shout out to El Faro Burritos. Yes. Um, okay, let's see here. All right. And I assume it sounds seems like it's reasonably good. If anyone's having issue with sound, please let me know. Um, where were we at? What were we talking about? Oh, we need to look at the menu. You need to look at the yes, menu. I, I have the menu. Okay, so what, what do you got? Okay, so uh, you need to understand that what I'm going to do is probably controversial. Okay. Um, I like chicken. Okay. One of the things that I do is I get chicken tenders, okay. and I dip them in French dressing, like French okay. Catalina dressing, not sure. straight up French, but like sure. Catalina. Okay. You Catalina French mix? Or no, it's, it's, a, it's like a different. When I ask thing. for the French dressing, it's the dressing they bring me. Okay. But if some places you go and you ask for a French dressing, that's not the same. So right. strictly speaking, this is probably more of a Catalina style French dressing. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that um, is your go-to here, yeah. or that's what you're doing yeah. today? No, that's my go-to. Okay. Are you a guy that with the huge menu like this, and yeah. you come here enough, do you have the thing that you get every time, or do you jump around? It depends on my mood. Okay. Typically, when I come in and I sit down, whatever server I get is going to go, okay, French dressing with your chicken tenders, right? Right. And I'm like, you got it. Um, the burger is fantastic. Okay. You know, again, Speaking it's not... I should probably be looking down right now. It's not a life-changing burger. Okay. Um, but it's good. The uh, oh my. There's one called the uh, Triple Bypass, which okay. I have seen in person once. Okay. And my understanding is the first person to complete it was a 13-year-old girl who then tried to order a milkshake, and the mom said, no, You're done. absolutely not. You're done. So the Triple yeah. Bypass, those wondering... This huge burger, that's that's it's that's how they describe it, has three half pound, not quarter pound, half pound patties with nine slices slices of bacon, six slices of American cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo, ketchup, mustard, onions, and pickles on a Kaiser roll. Um, and for just thirteen ninety nine, but that that's fair for I mean a pound and a half. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I kid you not, the thing's this tall. Okay. No exaggeration. It's that mm. tall. See, well we'll, we'll get into that in just saying because I really got to figure out what I'm eating. So. Yeah. Um, Jessica doesn't get mad at me. Burger's good. Chicken, um, chicken parmesan is good. The uh, what did my dad Ooh, and I ordered? Prime rib. Have you had the prime rib here before? I have not had the prime rib. Mm, have a ribeye too. So there's a funny story about prime rib. We'll have to get to in just a moment. Um, Copy that. The chicken BLT. I, my dad and I ordered the chicken BLT one day, okay. and we're shocked at how large it is. Hmm. Um, chicken breast, uh, grilled or fried. Hmm. Yeah. Triple bypass sounds interesting. Chicken melt is good. If you're feeling challenging, yeah, like the triple bypass. So I I have grown beyond my desire to eat that much in one sitting. Sure. sure. Uh, so I just don't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. But so I certainly wouldn't judge you. I am. I am. And I would love to see somebody do it on video. Infamous, I guess, for people that. Yeah, I, I guess we are for posterity's mm. sake. My children. Right. No. So I am. 
I am known, I'm not known for my walk with God. I'm not known for, um, you know, being a football superstar. Um, I'm known for having an amazing life. So these are strong aspects of your life. Very, very yeah. much so, very much so. Yes. Just nobody knows about them. Um, they do now. Right, right. Yes. Um, toot, toot my own horn. Um, but I'm known for how much I can eat. That is like, like, like every, like that's just the thing. I'm just um, saying. I. So on that note. Okay. Sometimes when I go out to eat, everyone, especially when I'm going out to a place where I'm not sure what the serving sizes are like, mm -hmm. I will have a small snack beforehand, so that because I hate getting up from a table. Yeah. And I, I, I'm okay with being that guy. It doesn't bother me. Right. But other people look down on me being the guy that are you done with that you know guy yeah so, someone's got to be that guy because otherwise you throw food out you can't I mean, let bacon go to waste that's true and there's nine people slices do that. nine slices of bacon yeah no I feel so you I, I think we have to see how you. big the triple bypass is the prime rib sounds amazing but hmm oh hey does it come with a side or anything what do we have I think all it comes they with come with a half pound of fries yeah. wow okay so on that note yes before we came here so it, we it's five o'clock right now yeah so normally I would eat a little bit later. Yeah. People, people, you know, oh, that dude, he, he can eat a lot. I eat a lot once a day. Sure. And I graze a little bit the, the rest, rest of the day. Of I'm not eating, you know, six eggs and steak for breakfast and then triple bypass for lunch and, you know. Can you imagine the workout you'd have to do? Well, I mean, just Michael to maintain Phelps that. type thing. I mean, yeah. he, he like burned uh, Olympic gold medalists for the young kids out there um, multiple times. But um, he burned like 12,000 calories a day. Yeah. He was swimming like miles and miles well, yeah. and miles a day. So, but I'm not that motivated. Motivated, and so I can only do it <laughs> once a day while my um, while I my body keeps up with yeah you know I'm just, I'm just gonna go with that true bypass and it'll be I'm sure very my wife will be very happy with how it looks for me to be trying to eat that the whole thing on camera and if you don't finish it your children will know it's true so on that note okay. on that note, what I was saying so I had let's see what did I what did I have not to go through my food history here um, I'm trying to think now what I had. I had some fried rice. Thank you to two people who made us both very good fried rices. I had some leftovers. Had mm -hmm. that for lunch. Um, but that was like 12.30 or so. So we're pushing, like, for me, I, I eat, I either graze a lot or I yeah. eat pretty far apart. If I know, like, we went to Olive Garden, my wife, last night. Right. I purposely, like, I took her shopping for two hours beforehand so that I would make sure I was going to do my justice to their stuff, stuffed pastas, all you can eat. I'm right. not going to go to get all you can eat. So anyway, so I had that and some other things. And then right before I came, I was like, you know, I'm going to have, I, I made the conscious choice to eat a couple, more than a couple, a few. Mm -hmm. Oreos with milk before I came. All right, hang on. I'm going to cut with you off right there. purpose of double Dobby. stuff? Yes. You have stuff. to go double stuff. That's yes. the golden ratio. But so in the mega okay. are too much. Too much. I agree. Okay, so we can be friends, yes. obviously. Yeah. So because... I've gotten into legit fights over this, by the way. <laughs> so we had we had two packs. This was like a couple months ago. Had two packs. And one was mega, one was double. And the glutton in me, which mm -hmm. is just who I am, I was like, i got to go mega, right? Got to grab these. I wasn't thinking. Grab them, put them in milk. And it was like trying to slog through, you know, it was just too it's much. Too much. Um, so I had double stuff, pleasantly surprised, because I feel like normal Oreos, not quite enough. Interesting no. factoid, though, I think if you do the math, some, some whiz kid, you know, science fair thing, they're called double stuff, not exactly double. I don't it's care. It's like 1.7 or something. Not even mad. It's but the perfect ratio. Call it, it whatever you want. I don't so care. Should that just be normal Oreos, and then you have anemic Oreos? Are the normal? The original. Have you seen the thin ones though? 
They have thinner? They have thin. Why? I don't know. The only justification I've found for the thin ones is if you get the mint ones, they taste almost but not quite like Girl Scout Thin Mint Cookies. But why would you do that? Because I don't want Girl Scout Thin Mint Cookies because they're, they're to me, they're dry. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big Girl Scout Thin Mint person. When I could have... We might fight about this. Well, so here's the thing. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. Um, that we I'm, won't I'm, fight a, about. I'm a big texture person. Okay. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm keep expecting like where's the cream of an Oreo when I'm eating a Thin Mint because it has a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm missing it. Like the, the coating on the outside is not quite enough to satiate that. Let me ask you this. Have you tried them frozen? You know, I don't know if I have. It's gonna change your life, brother. Okay. All right. I have right now in my house. There is. <laughs> it's there, season. It's there season is a sleeve of which, by the way, that's the serving size for thin mints. One sleeve. Why they make those boxes? How many sleeves are there in a box? Two. Okay. And they shouldn't even make those boxes resealable. <laughs> right, that's, right. That's stupid. <laughs> but um, there is one sleeve in the freezer, and the other sleeve is in the box in case my wife decides she doesn't want to have the frozen one. But that's only because that's the only box in the house right now. There are several others waiting for delivery. Uh, And once those arrive, there'll be at least two full boxes in the freezer until they're gone, Okay, which won't take long. Yeah, I, I, freeze your freeze your thin mints and freeze your uh, Reese cups. Would that have done um, yeah. those those um, peanut butter bars? You, there's many styles of them, but the kind like uh, the, layers of wafer and uh, yeah. not, not peanut butter. Yeah, those are okay. very good. Um, what else? Really, okay, I'm, I'm weird about this. And people in the comments, I'm sure, are just are so interested in what what we um, what we freeze and all that stuff. Right but, now, they're thinking, um, why are we listening to this? Yeah, yeah. Well, what, why, It'll get what better. I promise. Right. Hey, if you're watching, if you wouldn't mind sharing, because this is probably the most interesting conversation going on um, this week, really. I mean, there's probably nothing better going on right now. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, freezing things. Yes. So, I very much enjoy putting milk on things that otherwise people would look would not. For instance, okay. um, uh, muffins, cupcakes, things like that. Uh, putting well, it on cake it. in gen- general. So putting it in a bowl, okay. receptacle for milk, putting milk on it. What are your I thoughts? Mean, well, so essentially what you're doing is you're you're eating cake with ice cream that's just not frozen anymore. I like the way you think. Right? Right. You're 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 kind of taking a step out of it. Everyone else looks down on me. It traumatizes me, it hurts me. I listen. It bothers me. I eat weird things. So, and I'm not talking like Andrew, Andrew Zimmerman weird. Right. Like, I put hummus on a brownie once. Okay. Can I tell you? Don't put hummus on a brownie. <laughs> don't do it. Um, it's a terrible idea. Okay. I don't but like hummus anyway. Right. But, okay, so you, you had... But it was like one of those, you know, let's try a it. multi-level error in judgment. You don't know you. until you try, right? Right. That's so what I'm saying. You, you, that, I've realized, you can take too far, though. There yes, are some you things you just shouldn't try yeah. in general. Yeah, you'll just never know about. And so that's that, the lesson okay. of hummus on a brownie. Okay. Yeah. Right. Know the limits. But but it's always wise to learn from the experience of others. Mm-hmm. So I know now. I'm a Don't do it. Plus brownie equals no go. No bueno. No. So it's a win. Muy no bueno. <laughs> See. See. That that, that it exhausts the amount of Spanish that I know. So uh, como te llamas? Mi amo Mica. That's what all, all the Hispanic and Mica, by the way. Uh, Donde está el baño? You lost me. Where Here's the bathroom. Okay. Donde esta la policía? In case they're corrupt, you don't want to get... Police? Did I get police si. in there? Okay. Okay. Si. 
Yeah, and don't let us don't let us uh, agua, water, because okay, no more Spanish than I think. All yeah, right. see, man, I'm proud. Now here's the problem: I walk around talking Spanish to people at work, mm-hmm. and they think I'm fluent. So we had a we had a guest I worked Four hard phrases, with. and you just yeah, you just, that's all it is. Right. But uh, but I say it with such confidence that they're like, oh yeah, Joe K knows Spanish. <laughs> so we have a guest come in one time. I work for Target, mm-hmm. and she wants to buy a camera, mm-hmm. and the lady near. <laughs> electronics calls Joe K because hey Joe K speaks Spanish all the time right, right they call me over they're like hey she speaks Spanish uh, she doesn't speak any English can you help her out can you sell her a camera and I said absolutely no problem and the person that called me over just left no big right. deal so I look at the lady and I said uh, me llamo uh, Jose uh-huh. un poquito espanol un muy poquito espanol and then I got up to Google Translate and I sold that woman a camera Very with nice. my Google Translate. Right. Did you get commission? Like no. with a special uh, no, edition for Spanish speaking? No. No? Okay. No, we don't get commission. We're so. just there for the guest. <laughs> yeah. We're going to cut that part out, send it to Target Corporate. They're going to love you for that. I think that's, they already that's love a me. good, good, yeah. good. It's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's, this is a lot of fun. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I well, don't that's know. the goal. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we. I feel like take the cameras away, we'd still be having a good time. Yeah. If I mean, you, this is the first you, time I've ever done this with cameras. But just so you realize, this is this is, this is you meals this is with Joe Cat. Yeah. yeah. And I have no. I've been known to show up a place for lunch. Mm-hmm. We eat. Order. Eat lunch. Call the menus back over. We have dinner. Or breakfast into lunch. Because you're just there. Because we're just there. Yeah. So I've got a handful of tables. I or a handful of places that know me well enough that they know I'm not going to tip for the check. I'm going to tip for the table. Sure. Sure. So. So the glutton he has asked, why not just go to a buffet? Subpar food at a buffet. Okay. See that? That's that's quantity over quality, and you have to go for quality. Myself and Stalin would disagree that sometimes quantity has a quality all its own, sir. Yes. However, see, I'm just going to throw a million Russian gentlemen at you. No, I'm down. Eastern front. I'm down. And snow you in. Okay. um, so, sticking point with my wife. Okay. Russian on my dad's side, by the way. So, right, okay. bring the risky. Those are down My, you know, confess your faults before all, and hopefully, maybe you can help me with some marital strife that we've been having. Um, Put on my counselor hat. Right, right. So, okay. I, it's hard for me to go to a place that's not like me because yeah. I know, you know, sometimes you, 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 the house always wins. Yeah. With me, it doesn't. Right. I make sure the golden corral feels the pain. I'm going to eat six steaks or half. I like it. To make sure that you, that $17.99, yeah. you lost with me. Right. And I know everyone else you won with. Sure. me, you lost. Yeah. Um, she hates Golden Crown. Okay. I'm not a big lover of Golden Crown. They just saw, I just had a um, commercial. I'm getting a hold of Jessica. Yeah. Um, had a commercial that have steak, and I'm like, okay, now I have to go to Golden Crow. Is it decent steak though? Probably like, not. do they cook it to order? Yes, yes. You, you, okay, yeah, you can order how, how you know how you want. Important question. Yeah. How do you take your steak? Medium rare, like God intended the cow to be eaten. Medium, medium rare. A yeah. steak well done is so not you, done you well. Say medium, medium rare. Yeah. Because great, um, great observation. All this time, yes, yes, I think so. We'll come back to the steak issue in just a second for the people watching. Um, so I'm going to do the triple bypass. Sure. You talked me into it. Um, I don't know if you ask uh, some pink, if possible. Medium. Yes, or I probably medium rare for. Great.
ground beef isn't the greatest, but yeah, some pink would be great. Yeah. Um, and it comes with uh, the fries. fries. That's okay. Yeah. Or chips are really good too. How are the fried mushrooms? I don't do mushrooms. Okay, then we're not going to do the mushrooms yeah. then. Then we'll just do the fries. Okay. Other people like them. Yeah. I'm just not a mushroom guy. Okay. It's a texture our thing. Fries and our chips are the fries are good. Okay, then we're just going to have fries. I hope you're ready for this burger. It's like this big. That's what he tells me. Yeah. I am a glutton though, so All we're right. going to see. We'll see what we can do with it. Sounds good. <laughs> what are you doing today? I'm going to get the chicken tender dinner. Chicken tender? Yeah. What's your size? Uh, to my mother's chagrin, I'm going to have applesauce and mashed potatoes. Great, why, why, would, potatoes? why would your mother be mad with you having a baby, like, entree? Because, like, there's no vegetables in there. No greens it's at all. Fruit, though. I know, I'm so, down. I, I, like, I, I get I, it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just, I'm okay. just acknowledging that at some point, if she doesn't, t if she's watching and she texts me, okay. it's probably going to be, why because did of, why didn't you eat your vegetables? Okay. Right. Like, you eat salad, you why wouldn't you at least have a salad? Yeah, sorry. Oh, I mentioned the milkshake. <laughs> That's later. <laughs> yeah. If I can get through this burger, we'll I see. So. <laughs> I'm having the milkshake either way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's later. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sounds good. Do you want gravy on your mashed potatoes? Uh, yes, but can I, this is where I get annoyed. Can I have that on a separate plate? Because I don't want the gravy on my chicken, because I'm going to put French dressing on the chicken. Yeah. You know what's up. Yeah. yeah. Anything else, okay? Solid. Great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Very cool. Awesome. No problem. Thank you. This is, this is, this is a good old time. I, I wish it was on across all the platforms. Yes, absolutely. Thanks. So yeah, so I, I, as I mentioned before, we're just on the Facebook page, which if you're watching, feel free to share. We'll upload this to YouTube and Periscope and Twitter and all that stuff later on. Um, but what brought us here was, from my perspective, mm -hmm. okay, started Michael Curry Live yeah. a little over a month ago, barely, a month, month and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. So I've been thinking about doing this podcast thing for a while. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, and the, the example I give is there's a lot of people I want to talk to for an hour. I don't have a good excuse to, and this gives me an excuse. Obviously, we would not be sitting here, other, most likely, otherwise. It would have happened at some point. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. So funny enough, though, you know, they now technically we met, but you know how back in the early 2000s, you weren't supposed to talk to strange people on the internet and yes. meet them in person? Yes. We are literally doing the exact opposite of that. Yes. Because basically our entire interface has been through this. Well, 99%. Yeah, 99%. Because we bumped into each other at different functions and whatever. Right, but it's been, right. oh, hey, I, I think I know that right. guy. But not enough yeah. for us to really get a vibe of that no. guy's not going to, no. you know, put me in his trunk. And The relationship was developed on Facebook. Right, yeah. right. Which is a different world. But, so, Very. so from afar, or mm -hmm. through the medium of Facebook and all that, I realized that this guy thinks in a different way. You are not the first person to accuse me of that. I wouldn't even say accusing. I would just say almost like a scientific, very um, mm -hmm. abstract, just this is how it is. And But I also saw, I feel like, I saw some kindred spirit there. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I need to talk to this guy. Because from what most of the people I talk to on Michael Kerr Live of the This Is Number 19, 15, 16, 17 of them, have been people um, in ministry, missionaries, evangelists, pastors, and there have been a few laymen. Yeah. Um, and you're one of the select few. Um, and so, but yeah, I was like, he likes science fiction. He's, yeah. um, 
he has a name that he gave himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I was like, I got to talk to you. So yeah. Yeah, I was telling my wife last night. I said we we had to do this differently than the other episodes that he's done. Right. For the sheer virtue of the fact that, I, frankly, I don't belong on the same list as anybody else you've had on okay. so far. Good. Um, you know. Uh, You've had brother uh, Robido on, mm-hmm. and he and I have kind of the same thing. Where, you know, he came and visited our church, and you know, we've interacted more on Facebook than we sure. have in person. Right, right. Um, brother O'Malley mm-hmm. is, a, is a, has become a very good friend. Yeah. Over the years, um, mostly through Facebook, but every time he comes into town, we do this. Right. We go to a diner and we enjoy ourselves and have a great time. Sure. And uh, yeah, but the, uh, besides those two, I, you know, I don't know anybody else that was on that list. But from what I've watched so, so far, I've got to be on a select list myself. It sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or unless this is like a parole period, I can still be kicked off the list. Maybe, no. Maybe you have to get through the first diner. No. Um, so my dog is still a probationary puppy. Okay. Uh, we've had her since 2011. Okay. But we tell her that she's probationary because she she'll get away with anything. Okay. And she'll know it if she thinks she's secure there. Sure. Um, so sure. she's the only one that maintains the status of probationary status indefinitely. Okay. Sure. Uh, no, no, you're you're here. You're good. We're good. Very cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, good to know. But like, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I have to be on a separate list than the other mm-hmm. guys that you've had on so no, far. You are, you, yeah. Well, first, I mean, you're first in person. Mm-hmm. Um, first, that incorporated food, which is a. I, I'm an ice chew, by the way. So you hear that? Tough. I, I like it. Deal with it. <laughs> um, but I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I'm trying to dime out where. So, okay, for instance, I, you, you gave your, and maybe you can rehash for the people okay. listening. Your name is Joe Katinsky. Yeah. What was your full name, Joe? Joseph Thomas Katinsky. Joseph, okay. The first. Um, the first. <laughs> um, yet, you also go by the name Sebastian. At work, yeah. Okay. At work. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and somewhere on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Is, is this... Um, I, I, leading question, I would say I know the answer, but is this sort of an alter ego, um, superhero type thing? Like I don this red shirt at Target and I become this other person? So it, it, it was for a while okay. where um, not so much like a superhero status, but more of uh, on Thursdays, I was generally working a different assignment. And so I would wear the Sebastian name tag okay. on those days, just as a kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really only did it, uh, you know, and you already know the answer, but for sure. the benefit mm-hmm. of you, um, because I'm obnoxious and I like to make my boss's eyes roll. Sure. So uh, we were in a meeting. Um, we would have meetings out on the sales floor. We had this overhead signing, which uh, Target always has different overhead signing and whatnot. Um, but at this point, they had overhead signing of Santa Claus because it was Christmas time. Right. And uh, the one had a, a trail of a list going many, many feet behind it. Mm-hmm. And there were all these names on that list. And Joe was not on that list. Which is a common name. You'd think Joseph, Joe, Joey, Thank you. something would be That's on what there. I thought. There'd be some variant. Right. Jose, whatever. Uh, well, not on there. the perks of having a name as common as Joe. Right. When you say one, Joe, everyone turns and looks sometimes, yeah. but you'd think you'd be on the good list. Right. But. And when I started, there were four Joes in my okay. store, okay. which is hence the Joe K. Um, ah. But... Uh, I said, I said to my boss while we're waiting for this meeting to start, his face is buried in his clipboard, getting his notes ready and whatever. I said, hey, boss, listen, uh, my name's not on that list. And he said, what do you want me to do about it? And I said, 
well, I want, I want my name on the good list. Because I assume that's the good list. I want my name on it. Right. And he said, I can't, I'm not going to climb up there and change the sign. And I was a signing specialist at the time. Okay. And I said, he said, I'm not going to let you go up there and change the sign. So he expressly forbid you from, yeah. from I wasn't allowed to go Sharpie it like I wanted to do. Santa's yeah. list. Okay. Yeah. So I said, I said, well, can I have one of the names off that list? And just to make me go away, I think, he said, fine, whatever you want, that's fine. And went back to his notes. Well, I immediately after the meeting went back to the office and ordered a name tag that said Sebastian. Because that was the name you chose. Because that was the name that I chose, right. Uh, I had no idea how to spell Sebastian. Which, it was on a list, you you think I would know. Do you have multiple name tags with different spellings then? No, I just have the one. Okay, you you just chose a spelling of the name, okay. So Sebastian is traditionally spelled S-E-B, et cetera. Sure. Uh, I spelled it S-A-B, because Sebastian, right? Right. Uh, Etc. And I actually got in, get into arguments with people about this sometimes. Oh, over your your made up, yes. chosen, fake, yeah, completely imaginary name. Yeah. I had knee surgery last year, and when I came back to work, they put me on the registers for uh, like a month or two, sure, just to recover. Right. And this guy starts insulting my parents about the way they spelled my name, <laughs> and I'm getting genuinely angry about this. <laughs> Right? I'm not, I, you know, I, 16 years in law enforcement, 15 or 25 years in retail, and I'm, you know, you can pretty much say anything you want to me, and I, it's not going to really phase me that much. But insult my. But dude, do not come after my parents, right? And especially not my fake oh, name oh, oh. that they didn't give me. But I was getting so mad that he was, like, insulting them about it. Right. That, like, I finally just, like, became very dismissive of him, which is totally unprofessional. (laughs) But I did it, and, you know, he went away. We're all about the guests target, except for the ones. Just don't mock my name. So That's hilarious. Just making sure everything is so good here. If, again, if you can't hear or you have an issue with it, please let me know. I'm going to jump back in here and make sure that it is uh, everything is still working properly. I think it would call good. us right away. Oh. Operators are standing Jim by at one eight hundred. Oh, that's my dad. He says oh, such a proud doing? moment for your parents, Joe. Um, my, uh, a piano player at our church said this is so enlightening. W- Wilson, uh, Wilson Leopard, someone you wouldn't know, said uh, feeling a spinoff show. Michael McCurry eats. That I like that. Okay. Michael live. Michael yes. eats. I like that. He said. He said this is awesome. Stick around. It's going way downhill. Um, <laughs> And Linda said, I didn't catch, uh, Katinsky. I'm That's assuming. my mother. Uh, I think I've seen that. Um, yeah. Said, I didn't catch what vegetable you're having uh, with a... Uh, apples. With a, apples. Apples. Applesauce. For those that are tuning in. Potatoes are a vegetable. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea. Um, so if you're wondering why we're sitting in a diner, why I'm talking to Joe Katinsky, um, well, you have to go back and watch it later on. He drew the but, short straw. That's right, why he's talking right. to me. Michael McCurry eats. Wilson, that's excellent. I like that. That's very good. I, I do eat. Can I, I think, join you on these adventures if you I do that? So. I think so. Can that, I go with you? That sounds great. I, I, I think what we should probably both do is we should probably... Hello, welcome back. That is the most full plate of applesauce I've ever seen. That's you normal. You guys don't mess around. So I'm kind of scared about what my hamburger is going to look like. Brother, now. I'm telling you. I told you. Do, do Not to add more things to it, but do you have jalapenos? Could we just throw those on there too? Because yeah. a bacon jalapeno sounds really yeah. good to me. Um, it's a dollar more, is that okay? That, that's fine. Nice That'll sure. be all right. Thank you. I will let you. Thank you. Right. I enjoy spicy food. How, how are you with spicy food? No? It doesn't okay. like me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so you're saying. Thanks, guys. Thank you. The, you're okay with not feeling, feeling rumblies in your tumblies over just eating at odd times, but the spicy thing just doesn't agree with you? So I'm a sissy. Okay. First of all. Okay. 
Um, so like the, I don't I don't mind heat for flavor. So like a sure. mild wing, sure. something sure. like that. Okay. Uh, I don't mind that so much, but uh, I don't get this concept of people that that eat these things where you know it just hurts. It, so it's pain. Okay, so here's the thing. and it, I, I can and it makes it them like physically ill. Okay, so going that far, I don't understand. Yeah. Endorphins, man. Is that what it is? It's endorphins. It's the so, rush. It's the rush. <laughs> so here's the thing. You're just trying to feel as, alive. As a, right, as a Baptist, <clears throat> I'm frowned upon if I use, I'm not saying I ever have, if I use substances yeah. that would give you So you feeling. abuse jalapenos. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Confession. As, with as Micah a, McCurry. As, yeah. Um, as a former law enforcement, is that going to get me in any kind of trouble? Uh, okay, just make sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy, that's part of it. Um, I very much enjoy, like, spicy food. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was, my mom is um, half Korean. Okay, so, and like, kimchi. Cook. Yes. Yeah. So, sorry, but that is, I was, she says I was, like, either less than a year old, maybe, or a little over a year old, maybe a year and a half, I don't know. Okay. Non-verbal. Yeah. Um, and... She was eating kimchi, mm-hmm. and she she makes her own a lot of times, and she doesn't make it like non-spicy. My dad Which, likes spicy, she does, and I went ah 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 like I wanted that. And she yeah. was like, no, you don't, and I was like ah ah ah. She was like, okay, fine, you know, doing that thing. Now I, you know, she's not a she's not a mean parent by any stretch. Love you, mom, um, but she gave it to me. I ate it yeah. and went ah, 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 and wanted more. And so that's when she knew so she, I was... She was going to teach you a lesson. Right. Let you touch the and stove. I, you'll only do it once. Right. And I taught yeah. her I am... You're a hand burner. Yeah. Straight right. through. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. So, yeah, that was that's that's the genesis of my love for right. spicy food. So you, gotcha. just, you just never had, well, had that... Yeah, moment. no, I, you know, I recognized that, that it was going to be problematic for me. Mm-hmm. So there's times where, you know, I just make the decision and go for it. Okay. I just have to know what my day holds. <laughs> right? Sure. Like if I if I'm uncertain of where I'm going Prior to be the planning. rest of the day, mm-hmm. yes, proper planning is essential. Right. right. Um, but even then, I don't get into really like if any of my bros are watching, you'll probably see comments about me being a sissy, okay. which is fine because sure. I have I don't have the capacity for shame. It's not okay. a big deal. Okay. But um, yeah, there's some stuff that if it's got a little bit of kick to it, I'm just going to plan my day accordingly. Sure. Yeah. That's wise. <clears throat> That's wise. Yeah. I thankfully got it bless me with a cast iron so far I'm, I'm still young i guess like you're how old crazy. i'm 26 i think about it for a second 26 yeah. that's going gonna to catch up seven here soon that's what people keep telling yeah. me and i'm going to keep operating as if it's never going to i think and and so very quickly i'll hit you know i'll go from my current weight yeah. and like gain 70 pounds like over like a summer because mm-hmm. i didn't listen that's mm-hmm. probably what's going to happen um don't get injured <laughs> okay yeah I was reasonably fit okay. until I tore my meniscus, and everything kind of went downhill from there. So I've already I've already done the ACL. Thing. Okay. So I I'm, I had so you're over that hump then. You're right, fine. Right. I, I, right, I already yeah. know. And, and hasn't, thankfully, it hasn't slowed down the metabolism, and so we're good. Yeah, good. No, but that's when I got fat. Oh. Okay. Is when. Like, yeah, I hide it well because I'm vertical, but, uh, yeah. Right. Well, it's, yeah, someone was asking me, um, we won't get into my weight and all of that, but someone was like, you, you weigh this much, you weigh this much, right? I was like, no good 35 pounds more than that or so. And they're like, really? Like, it helps me 6'2". All people have advantages. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, there, there's, there's some, you can look down on people literally and figuratively. 
Um, so I do a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there are a lot of avenues we can get into okay. with this, and I'm having just fun just chopping it up with with random things. You had some questions for me as well. Yes. I think. And I don't even know. I've asked you a couple questions, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but the Mike McCurry live genre, what, such as it is, mm -hmm. um, interview and all that stuff. And I've had. Ah, oh, there it is. Hold on. Hold on. There it Whoa. is. That's happening. Okay, number one. First observation. Yeah. Yes, that's very large. Yeah. The fries look excellent. Thank just, you. just looking at them makes me think. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, that's all right. So w for posterity, I'm gonna ram this. Yeah. It, I, I mean, you so. do what you want with okay, it. I'll send it to you, to. and no, you can I'm decide. I'm horrible at taking before picks. Yeah. Turn it this way right. so we can this truly way. appreciate what's going you know, on it's there. It's kind of oh, spilling yeah. out. Yeah. That's really, that's really good. So we have to lift it up for the people that can't see at home. There we go. This up here. Yeah, brother. I'm gonna send that to you. Can you? Oh, yep. There you go. Yeah. That is, now look at it in comparison to Joe's head, okay? It's very large. I have a large head, yes, and that's and so large. This is very large. The yeah. Kaiser roll looks good. That's just drooling over there. Right. Oh, it's the triple bypass, my friend. Yes. It's pretty, Whoa, pretty. Remains to be seen. We're gonna find we out. We shall see. <laughs> so we're just being well wishes from, from the, the, the gallery here. Um, thank you, I of think. Course. anything else right now? I'm think, solid. So ketchup's right there. Ketchup's there. Um, There's you, mustard, mayo, ketchup on it, on it too. Yes. Perfect. Is there room do, for any um, of that? Do you have any, speaking of spicy, any other yeah. spicy besides Tabasco, Tapatio, um, I have anything? Frank's Red Hot or okay. I have an aioli sauce that's pretty spicy. I want to try that. Nice that good. That'd yeah. be great. Thank you so much. Of course. This is we, so exciting. Dude, we, we prayed before we began the interview going yeah. on live. Yeah. Um, did you mention the food? I did. I don't object to talking to God again. Okay. Like, okay. I don't know how good. these Were people feel about watching time? us pray. Right. But so, like, you know, you, you any chance I can get to talk to God, I'm fine with it. Public prayer and all that. Um, you know what always interests me is people watching on replay. Yeah. The prayer. Yeah. Where, you know, what's the... Well, here's the thing. We're not talking to them, and it's not for their benefit. Right. Thank so, you. That looks good as well. Goodness, that looks right. yeah, very good, very good. Okay. Really, that aspect of the conversation has nothing sure. to do with them. Right. And it's no different, I think, than anybody over there, you know, across the room watching us pray sure. over our food. Sure. So I don't feel like yeah. it's like. No, no, no. I, yeah. I think, I think uh, I'm interested in people watching later on. Oh yeah. Hearing hearing the prayer. I've always been yeah. interested in replays of prayers. Like, what is the dynamic of? That's just a weird question. Well, no, no, I follow you. I think I follow you. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, what, 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 I mean, essentially, I think the same logic applies though, because sure. you're not talking to them. Right. Ergo, the person who you were talking Great to. Great point. That not to interrupt. Yeah. Someone. So who was I trying to? The interviews going together now. Someone brought a point. I, I know this, but you don't always think about it. Talking about worship and you know the bent of modern worship towards yeah. you know yourself and all that. And the thought very simply was, worship isn't about you. And that's the point you're, yeah. you're making. When worship is about you enjoying it and about you having a good time and all that, that's where you get off the rails. Yeah. And so I'm going to pray for us to God so we can eat. Yep. Sound good? All right. Sounds good. Father, thank you for this, time, this day. Thank you for this opportunity to talk with Joe and the fellowship. Lord, thank you for this food and uh, how excellent.
excellent it looks. I ask you bless us now and help me to not get sick later. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I, had, I pray that sincerely. I really do. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I don't get um, sick. I, so here's here's an issue. And this yeah. is, this, it's funny how, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, how authentic, you know, I'm go going for live because it's authentic, right? Yeah. So authentically, what do you do about the fact that I need to use a restroom because I've drunk a lot of water during a live interview? Do you just hold down the fort? I think um, somebody's gonna have to listen to me monologue. I think I think you're gonna have to monologue. Yeah. Think, is that all right? Is that cool? is that is that? I think so you should take your I'm, mic off I'm gonna before you go. My mic off because that's gonna get a good idea. It'll be I'm an interesting conversation off. if you don't. <laughs> so monologue overlaid with. Yeah. I think I think we'll just put this off to the side right here. Thank you for those that are listening. This is about as real as you could possibly get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike McCurry eats live. Um, I will be back. Where is the restroom, by the way? Uh, so it's that door right over there to the uh, left of the entrance. I see it. Uh, you want the first one there, not the second one, because that's the ladies. You say what? Ever God has for you to say. I said God because that can go really bad if, if you get him involved. So you go ahead. Yeah, you know, we're just going to go. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you about another person who had to stall for time. Uh, Mike Rowe, who is a person I'm a big fan of, um, tells a story about when he applied to be on QVC. They had an interview process where they basically took out a number, yellow number two pencil, set it on the table, and said, Tell us about this for the next eight minutes. So he picked up the number two pencil and he began looking at it. And he talked about the rubber of the eraser and how it came from rubber trees in the Amazon and uh, extolled the many virtues of rubber over other materials that could have been utilized for that. Uh, and then he explained the, the metal banding that holds the, the eraser in place. Um, he then proceeded to explain uh, the wood that it was made from, uh, the graphite involved, the yellow paint, uh, and how it was high visibility. And then he starts describing the, the many fine attributes of this thing. And he's explaining about how, because it's bright yellow, uh, when you pull the drawer open of your desk and you see that, oh, you can easily identify it and see right away, oh, there's my yellow number two pencil. And, uh, and so that made it superior to other options like a clear Bic pen uh, or something like that. Uh, he talked about how uh, he had many opportunities to correct mistakes that you've made because you can erase them. And he just went on and on and on about this number two pencil for eight whole minutes. And they, they finally said, okay, you've done a great job. Uh, you've got the job. And they stuck him on midnight shift. And, uh, and he'll have to pick up the story another time from there because our host has returned. Fantastic. One thing I will say, tip top has very clean restrooms. The gentleman was actually thing you cleaning. He had just started, so I got to see the before he had cleaned, and it was already clean, and he was cleaning. And now we get to this. Let's see. How do you attack this is the question. Brother, I got no idea. I've seen one other man attack this. Okay. Um, How did he do? Oh, he conquered it. Oh, yeah. oh good. Thanks for that shot of confidence yeah. in the... Yeah, the possibility that I do not, and those I, I'm I am feeling those individual Oreos right yeah, now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Aioli is very good. If you don't like watching us eat, um, again, tough. I guess there's nothing. Tough break. Tune do. back in later. Right. Give us no, 20 no, minutes, don't, but don't you're gonna miss don't you're gonna miss good conversation in that meantime. Right. Right. In the meantime. So what did I miss while I was gone? 
Uh, I told a story. Okay. I figured if I'm going to stall, I'm going to stall in the best way I know how. Mm-hmm. And I told a story mm-hmm. uh, about Mike Rowe, who is my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he uh, went for his audition for QVC, their audition process was... Was this like before Dirty Jobs? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. It was one of his first on-screen jobs. And they I basically... I have no idea, but... Yeah, I don't ahead. know, bro. Um, they pulled out a number two pencil, set it on the table, and said, tell us about this pencil. You have eight minutes. Okay. And he had to fill eight minutes okay. of, uh, you know, what do you what do you talk about for a number two pencil? Okay, which is great for QVC because that's basically what they do with things sometimes less interesting than a pencil. That is exactly what they do. Okay. And that's how he got the job at QVC. So how long did he work there? Because I, I, never, I never knew he worked at QVC. He was at QVC for three years okay. uh, on nights. And... Uh, because they'd start you off on the midnight shift. And I think he got fired multiple times. Because? Uh, he's a little bit crazy like I am. Sure. Again, my spirit animal. Right. So just saying less than complimentary things about He was very honest or... about products. <laughs> and so if he thought that they Which seemed like they were kind of like crummy. QVC that you yeah. can't really do because there are some, some things on there are just great. Yeah, some things on the other hand are not. So this is not even like a full cross section. Mm-hmm. So this is like a very small piece, but that is a large chunk of, you can see the cheese melting in between there. Man, tip top restaurant in, is this Stowe? Stowe? Okay. Yes. So technically not in Akron. So this could not be considered part of the Akron food scene, technically, right? Greater Akron. Okay, all right, bye. Greater Akron area. Mm. 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 I don't, I don't know how they make their burgers, but they make them well hungry? enough. Yeah, that we can talk with a mouthful, or I yeah. don't know, because it it's me hard I to think, hear a conversation. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you don't, don't you know, chew into the mic, right? And you know, try to we'll time your tur- bites. We'll take turns. Yeah. So you talk. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, that's just how it's gonna have to be. Right. What I like good. is we both agreed to take turns, and we both took a bite at the same time. We're gonna take turns. <laughs> right. It'll be fine. I'm going first. My turn. Yeah. Condiments. What are, what are your thoughts on? Ketchup is God's condiment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Goes with everything. You don't like spicy, but sriracha, maybe God's feet. Sounds, uh, really just sounds very heretical. The Asian gods. <laughs> God is not bound by race or color or creed. This so. is probably the last episode of Mike McCurry Live. <laughs> No, no I think, this is just the first and last episode of Michael McCurry eats. Yeah. Um, but I'm part Asian, right? I I'm not, can't offend. It, it, isn't that the, the rule? You can make fun of. Yeah, you can do whatever. Or, yeah. So yeah. I've been blessed. Now, much more often in the Midwest where people don't know what people, sometimes people of other ethnicities look like. Mm-hmm. I've had people confuse me with all sorts of ethnicities because I have that kind of ambiguous, you know, type thing. Um, oh, I need to shake this up first. Yeah, uh, let me tell you about my wife. Okay. Okay. She is not white. Let's start start with, with those that I would Angela. Is that right? Yeah. So I was going I was going to ask in the most tactful way possible. Sure. No, it's fine. Yeah, I was just, um, just going to start, start by saying that she is not Caucasian. Okay. Funny story. Okay. Uh, I play this game, right? Okay. I like games. Because, well, I, most of my games involve psychology. Okay. What's that, I'm sorry? How are we doing so far? Super. Excellent. I haven't really started yet, but I think we're doing great. <laughs> He's Thank very you. excited about this burger, and I'm excited to see how he does on it. I'm curious. If we stick around until 9, we, I might be able to get through it all. We'll see. Figure it we'll out. We'll do our best. Enjoy. Yeah. This is going to be the longest episode of Michael McCurry Live. 
So, I play this game um, called Guess Guess My Wife's Ethnicity. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, and, in fact, for a while, we called her Tokenese because she was whatever we needed her to be. Right? Uh, I also called her the Affirmative Action Grab Bag because, again, whatever nationality we need her to be. And she's a woman. So, she covers all the bases. There you go. Right. So... It stemmed because I, I had a landlady that, when we were still engaged, wanted to know why my parents were okay with me marrying one of them. Mm. And that conversation went south fast because I don't really tolerate that kind of thing. Sure. Like, let, it's okay. Let's let's laugh about it. Let's mock the ignorance. Right. I'm fine with that. But don't be ignorant. Right. You know what I mean? Directly to me about my fiancé. Right. right. Huh. So, well then, right after 9-11... I had a lady that I worked with that said, how's, how's Angela's family doing with all of this? And I said, what? And she says, well, how's Angela's family doing? You, sir, live too close to the center of the United States. Yeah. There's, we are just a little bit, a couple hundred miles mm-hmm. from where, okay, Q1. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a, a, a cheesesteak restaurant that we would frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, that would always give me extra meat on my sandwiches okay. until the one day uh, when she very nicely asked my wife where she was from. And my wife, here's we're going to answer your question at the same time okay. as I tell this story. Okay. My wife says, she says, where are you from? My wife says, oh, uh, Stowe. And she says, no, 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 where are your parents from? And she says, oh, yeah, Akron. And I said, no, honey, because she's very, she's, she's very intelligent, uh, but she's very sweet. So, so was she being completely... She was being very sincere okay, so she, with this nice lady. Okay, okay. You know? And I said, no, sweetie, she wants to know, like, your heritage. Mm-hmm. And my wife says, oh, well, uh, on my mom's side, I'm German, and on my dad's side, I'm Italian. And I went, oh. <laughs> there goes my free extra meat. And it did. That was it. I never got it again. I had to pay for extra meat after that. <laughs> um, it's fine. Whatever. No big deal. But, uh, yeah, so she is, uh, her dad is, is Italian. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's second generation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, Sicilian area, I think. I know you guys are sensitive about that. Sorry. Oh, my, my, my pastor, Joe Grimaldi, yeah. is Sicilian. Okay. And I, I don't think he has a problem with being labeled Italian, though he'd correct you. Nobody go. They're very proud of Sicilian. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so you know that's where the that's where the darker skin comes from, mm-hmm. and uh, and then her mom is German, uh, and so I I often say that she's you know my wife is the trifecta of angry, you know she's half German, she's half Italian, and she's short, so like you know it's just all the anger in a tiny little package and a, and a woman, yeah. So you have the. Well, I wasn't gonna the get... volatility, I'm sure no, no one would be offended by I wasn't going to be sexist about it, Micah, but whatever you want to do, man, it's your show. So, after I put my foot in my mouth about mm-hmm. so she would not she would not be technically Caucasian then. Is that true? No, or, well, I mean, was it, I guess the Italian and German. Yes, yeah, so what is the definition of Caucasian? No, so yeah, strictly speaking, I'm Caucasian. Caucasus. Because the Caucasus right, right. is like Western Europe. Now, right, right. funny story to go back to my wife. Okay. I'm at work playing my game one day, mm-hmm. and uh, um, 
and I ask a guy, you know, he asks, and I, I never, and like, I don't walk up to people and go, hey, guess my wife's ethnicity, because that's weirder than me. Like, I'm a weird dude, but that's that's weird even so for me. So are you saying you do have the capacity to feel some sort of shame? I don't, Possibly, or I don't feel shame, but I'm cognizant of other people's okay. All right. capacity for All right. shame, All right. All right. and I try to be respectful about it. Sure. But if you ask, if you start the conversation, I'm going to have some fun with it. Right? That's funny. I almost looked down to chew, but I realized I would put my mouth closer to the microphone. And we've already done the one thing where we said, we're not going to do this. And then we did it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he asks, you know, hey, what, you know, what is your, like, what's going on? Like, what's your wife's ethnicity? Or however he wanted to ask sure. it. And I said, uh, I said, well, this is a fun game. And I explained my game. And I said, now you guess. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, Lithuanian. And I said, my friend, do you know where Lithuania is? And he said, no, it just sounded foreign. And I said, Lithuania is the whitest of the white, my friend. Like, that is that is, that is Caucasia. That is right, the Caucasus. Right, right. Yeah, like, it doesn't get whiter than that. Just a grab bag of a... Slovakia of some sort or yeah yeah I enjoy a little bit of MMA and things mm-hmm. and there are some gentlemen from um, you know Dagestan in those areas that don't ask me to label them on a map or whatever but they are just complete just killers just absolute sure just uh, and so a lot of well I guess if you grew up in the Soviet Union, you are a little tougher than the average bear. Not that's not a Russian joke. Um, but cold, cold winters, man. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. There's really very, no hope for anything else. Very tender, which I guess you ground beef you assume be so, but mm-hmm. it's a good burger. Very good. Yeah, again, nothing here is life-changing, but everything is solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my question's for you. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm going to just go ahead and usurp your show now. Yeah, please, please. So I have a series of questions I ask people. Okay. And it's not really a series because that implies that there's some sort of logic behind them. Mm-hmm. And there's not. It's just a bunch of questions that I like to ask people. Mm-hmm. Because it's more interesting saying, hey, what do you do for a living? Tell me about your job that you just got done working eight hours at and right. like really probably don't want to think about right now. Right. Right? So I started looking at different different avenues of conversation. My usual opener is, if you could have only one kind of pie for the rest of your life, but you had to have one slice of it with every meal, what would you have? It's kind of like one of those, uh, you know, 100 duck-sized horses or one duck, horse-sized duck yeah. questions. Is that yeah. coming up later on? or No. Okay, okay. <clears throat> okay. This one is a little bit of a psychological test because it tells sure. me a lot about you. Okay. I'll just, yeah. I'll just think, we'll talk my way through it for myself here. Okay. Um, However, you got to get there. Not a huge apple. I, I don't dislike apple pie, but not a huge fan. I'm not a big pie fan because it's one of the few foods that... I, one of the desserts I wouldn't add more milk to. Don't add, I don't think about it too hard, but anyway. Okay. Um, blueberries, okay, but not, wouldn't be the one I'd go with. To be honest with my first instinct, and the more I think about it, I probably, probably, I, I love peach, especially kind of whipped cream with the topping. I mean, whatever you want to have with it. Okay. I'm you just have to have one slice of it with every meal. 
and it's I, the I only one you get for the rest right, of your life. Right. Love peach. But right off the bat, I may be wrong. I may have to backtrack, you know, and this may come up, you know, when I run for public office and someone, you know, accuses me of, you know, pieism or something. This meal is going to ruin any chances you have of running for public office. That's, that's Conversations true. with me generally that's do. Um, yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, but the first one that comes to mind, and the one I, that just keeps occurring, is strawberry rhubarb. That's bold. I'm a bold guy. I can tell. Yeah. So yeah. See, I, that's actually, what I'm that saying. Was, that was my first thought because I like, I like that tartness. I love strawberries. Yeah. But straight strawberry pie, I've never had a, a really good one. Yeah. But yeah, the interplay. Yeah. Yeah. Because the go. strawberry sort of tames down the rhubarb a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What does it tell me? Tell me where I'm at on the personality test thing. I mean, have you ever had strawberry rhubarb as a... Mm-hmm. You have, okay. okay. It's not a strict guideline, okay. um, but it's just a gauge, right? So, like, a lot of people answer apple. It's the most common answer. Boring. Not boring. Boring. Or American, I guess. But safe. Okay. Right? I like safe. Safe is not the same as boring. Safe, you think, well, if I, if I say apple... Like, nobody's going to judge me for that. The worst they can say is that I'm boring. Right? Right. Is that really so bad? But, like, what about peach? You know? Peach is almost like apple. Right. But it's got a little bit of zing. Right. You know? It's got a little little, little bit different than apple. Right. Pecan. Not a big pecan guy. But. So I love pecan pie. Right. I only get it once or twice a year. Because it's so rich. It's just too much. Exactly. You know? Right. Hmm. What I look for is the guy that says, well, is apple okay? Well, yeah, apple's okay. Well, okay, but can it be like my grandmother's apple pie, even though she died like seven years ago? Yeah, it absolutely can. Because now what you're telling me is, this is a person who's really important to you, right? So now I'm going to start asking questions about your grandmother, specifically about her apple pie. Gotcha. And then we just go from there. Back to the conversation starter. We've got a really good, interesting conversation happening here, right? So I I hopefully didn't shut that down too much. We're just saying I'm not a big pie person. No, my follow-up. Okay. Is that your favorite pie? Yeah. Is that is that your favorite pie? Strawberry rhubarb. If my favorite, that would be. Like, if I was presented with a multitude of pies, that would be the one I would go for. Yeah. I'm, I've only had, like, one really good apple pie. Shout out to Fort Riley. My dad was in the military. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was called, Historical Society or something. They sold these pies. They made them in this huge, like, you know, assembly line, and they sold them. Okay. Um, to raise money for the Historical Society. Because they have all these, you know, old Civil War, how, you know, date back to Civil War houses and things. Um, that's the only truly amazing apple pie. I'm so sorry to all the church folks that have probably made an apple pie in the last, you know, five years of me being here um, and for potlucks and things, but that's the only one I can remember. There's not going to be one apple pie at your next church function. Probably not. Or someone's no. going to like try to try to make it and like I'll have to eat it and be like, mmm, mm, that's so good. So good. Or people can just make a bunch of strawberry rhubarb and I'd be happy. I'd be okay. There you go. Because my general follow-up after that is, mm-hmm. if you say yes, that is my favorite pie, are you concerned that you will grow to resent that pie? Because you have it every meal, every day for the rest of your life, with to the exclusion of all others. 
And wouldn't you, like this is a consideration because you could have the memory of that pie. You've had that pie. Right. The it's just going than the forward. Pie. Yeah. So, so going forward, do you get your not favorite pie, but a pie that you can tolerate for the rest of your life? Or do you go with your favorite and just enjoy it and just learn to not resent it? And for the two of you following on at home, my repasto, repasto as I say, repasto, how do you say it? Repasta, repasta. It's a fencing term, repasto. I don't know that term. R-I-P-O-S-T-E. Okay. Or that, someone can tell me in the comments, sound it out for Google me. Google it. Um, for those that would think, you know, I would grow to resent that pie. I would not like it anymore. Um, I was trying to think of a rhyme for a Dr. Seuss type thing there. But my repasto to that, if I'm saying it correctly for the fourth time, <laughs> I feel like any answer, any, a negative answer I give would be indicative of um, people, event of a general marriage relationship because that is the the practical application of, of the question you're asking because mm -hmm. I don't anticipate having shrug rhubarb for the rest of my life every day um, yep. but I do anticipate being married hopefully she does as well being married to my wife mm -hmm. every day for the rest of my life um, barring the Lord's return so um, but honestly and this is not just to cover myself <laughs> I, I, would, I would say she's watching right now right, right. with no I, 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 I would not say that I would grow to resent it um there would be times you know it would just be you know, i feel like we can get really deep with this but mm -hmm. no I, I i think i would enjoy it for what it is yeah <laughs> like i can take a wrong turn very quickly so i'm yeah. just gonna shut my mouth and go back to this massive hamburger listen i have a very large comfortable couch if she doesn't let you back in tonight sounds good all right so next question mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, five people this question is called table for six okay. five people that you would want to share a meal with that are still living that you've never met now you can have all five of them at the table with you at once you can do like one on ones or you can have any, any you know, combination thereof I could overthink this, but I've learned in the last three, four, six months. Sometimes you just gotta fire from the hip sometimes. There you go. I will think about it while I take this bite here. I think I take three months to answer this once. What's up? I think I took three months to answer this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, some people really think this out. I had a girl that I work with answered right off the bat five answers, and it was all handsome actors. And I said, are you just going on dates? And she said, well, you didn't say I couldn't. So, that's fair, I didn't. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I'm losing the top of this thing. See what happens when you cut all the way through and you get to the, the knife. We'll put that back down. I don't think there was ever a chance I was gonna pick this thing up and eat it. Also, side note. There has to be a point at which you do pick it up and eat it, though, I think. Uh, I might try. For the benefit of the viewers. The viewers want to see it. Comment now below. <laughs> Call in. Our operators are standing by 1-800-MICA-McCurry-LIVE. Right. Do you um, have that yet? No, I should you have You should have oh, that. I should have it. It should be your yeah, personal Micah, cell phone number. Yeah. <laughs> didn't pick up on the phone and be talking to callers. Um, That's how you control your brand. I didn't. For an Asian, I did not do the math very well. 
I, I understood. We're gonna get along just fine. <laughs> that it said three half pounds. That means there's a pound, for those of you watching at home, pound and a half. That is a lot. That's a lot of meat, brother. Yes. Because there's Not also all the else. bacon. Right, nine slices. I mean, that's a solid, I don't know. That's gotta be pound, a, yeah. At least, so. And then everything else. Man, I, you know. I'm not avoiding your question. Let's see. Um, no, I like how you stall. That was really well done. Um, I'm also stalling on this too. It's kind of a, <laughs> you know, kind of a duo thing. I'm, you know, two birds, one stone. Um, one that I that I would mention. I recommended him in private to a few people. Um, and now that he has he has a um, a channel that would be more palatable to some folks. Gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. Heard of him before? Mm-hmm. He is a, you could call him a serial entrepreneur. Um, okay. He was from, let's see, the old Soviet Union. He's like 43 now. Um, I'm trying to remember where. It wasn't Ukraine. Maybe Latvia or something. I, I'm, I'm probably butchering. I'm, Somewhere I'm in sure. the Caucasus. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's at least, no, he's, he's Jewish as well. Um, he was able to come to the United States on an exchange. The Amer- uh, U.S. gave the Soviet Union a bunch of wheat, a bunch of food, and the Soviet Union released like 100,000 Jews. Oh, okay. So, interesting story there. Yeah. Um, but he is a some. If you just look up his stuff, they follow him on Instagram. You could you could be you could think that he's maybe a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not. He he's just does business and does it very well. And he, you know, talk about strategy. Part of me starting this podcast was born out of out of listening to some of his material, okay. reading some of his books and things. Um, and so, for those of you with that that the most likely viewers of this, um, you can find him at Curse Free Gary V on YouTube because he is not um, he can be blue sometimes um, but he has a YouTube channel Curse Free Gary V you know bleeps it out or silences it and things like that so um, he would be one he was the first one that just came to mind okay so I might have to continue to think about it I'm not trying to stall but I'm just have to think about it so in the meanwhile though mm-hmm. do you have other questions that we should get to First of all, where's that fort you were talking about with the apple pie? The one. The fort with the apple pie? The fort? Yeah, where's that at? <clears throat> I'm like a server. I, I waited until you put I food s- in your mouth and then I asked you the I, question. I see what you did there, though. Yeah. You let me expound on something about pie. Uh-huh. And then you de- dimed in on that. Yeah. That's excellent. Very nice. So yeah. it wasn't a grandma. It was his fort. Yeah. I, I like that. That's very... Taking you behind the curtain here. That's very good. Yeah. Fort Riley, Kansas. Okay. It is about an hour away from Topeka, Kansas, which doesn't mean anything to do. It's in the northeast uh, corner, uh, two hours from Kansas City. Okay. Um, so mid, um, it's actually right outside of Manhattan, Kansas, which is, by all accounts, just about the exact geographical center of the continental United States. Really? And so we lived in Manhattan, Kansas. My dad was in the military. How long did you live there? Um, that was actually the longest duty place that my dad was at a duty station. And so that would have been, let me think, close to five years, something like that. Okay. So we she moved around a lot as a kid. Yes. Um, short story, long story short, 
born in Texas, moved to California, then Virginia, then Kansas the first time, then to Germany for four years, back to Virginia, second time, back to Kansas, and then went to college out in um, California. Sprecher the Deutsch? Nine. Uh, I just the tiniest little bit. Um, I inside dry. How old were you when you were there? I was like, my mom could tell me better. Seven to 11, eight to 12, something like that. Oh, that's a good time for language development, too. Yes. Um, couple things. One, we, one of the places we lived, um, if I'm not mistaken, we lived like on the base. Mm. So you're not exposed to as much. Right. One of the places it was kind of off base. Um, but the German kids kind of jerks sometimes. And so they were also a little older than Historically, most of the Historically, yeah. <laughs> I do have some German on one side, and so I find that very amusing. And the Jewish in me also finds that something amusing as well. Um, for our German viewers, your grandparents did it. It's not, you know, it's their fault. Uh, but, um, yeah, so the, the older generation at that time would have been however long ago it was, 15 years ago. They were very, they seemed to be very considerate, very respectful, very nice. The next generation, probably much like America, but they were, they were just very, um, I was, I got burnt with a cigarette by a German kid. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm up until, not recently, but I, I was always con- pretty sure that I had the, the tiniest little scar <clears throat> on my forearm. Um, from it. I, I can't find it these days, but I'm also a little bit more herstute, is that a word? Um, hairy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, then, so it's harder to find. But. Now, what? Is that uh, because of your heritage or because they were jerks? Just being jerks. Just okay. kids. Um, so, they, they had like these line of bushes. Um, What's what we're looking for? The Allies had a huge Hedgerow. problem. Hedgerow, yeah. Normandy, yes, D-Day. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Um, and you, like, you could almost get. They, they had like hollowed it out some, so you could actually go back in there. And so they had like their clubhouse, I guess. Yeah. It was you know a good two hundred yards away. And so they did whatever they did there, you know, smoking cigarettes and things. And um, kids being so kids. we were playing. Right? Yeah. Um, we were playing, and for some reason or other, I was outside playing Cowboys and Indians, yeah. as children do. Uh-huh. And I had my you know cap gun, had my cowboy hat and all that. For some reason or another, you know, we got into it with them, and he, the kid burnt with a cigarette. And so I chased him with my, as a good American, Yeah. I flipped around my cap gun because I knew it didn't actually do anything good. Sure. And I was chasing him to whack him on the head with the butt end. Get some. Pistol with him. Yeah. Revolver with him. Yeah. Um, and so he was much faster than I was. He was like three or four years my senior. Good thing for him. Hey, right. He, yeah. he they ran, hid in their hedgerow. Mm-hmm. And we knew it wouldn't be wise to go in there. That was their territory, kind of like the um, the Americans during Vietnam. Yeah. Not wise to go into the Vietnam. So you had your buddy jump over the hedge, clear the path for you? No, I it was I oh. brought an M1 Abram, and we just mowed it. Yes. <laughs> no, but Get yeah. Some. So, um, but that was right about close to the time we, we left that area, so we didn't have any more run-ins with them. Gotcha. But I was proud of myself for chasing them though. Yeah, man. Um, very, Don't very let that stand. John Wayne, right. Yeah. Clint Eastwood, you feeling lucky punk type thing. Right. So, yeah, but yeah, that was that was Germany. That, that's not my memory. Thank you memory. very much. That was not my, my you know, memory. I, I have great respect for yeah. um, people and we had a 
I look back very fondly on, on my time there. So most yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, even that was a formative time of, you know, I chased it, you know. I feel, I feel good about that. Look so, at that. I, See, that's I interesting because a lot of people don't take the positive lessons that they can learn from a negative situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. We did not grow up with, I mentioned this recently on a podcast, we did not grow up with a lot of, I wouldn't say we didn't grow without, with, with no positive reinforcement. We didn't grow with praise. Yeah. As, as, as kids, my parents, I joke, and there's a, there's a measure of truth in jest. Sure. I joke that if you weren't getting yelled at, you were doing a good job. Yeah. But I wouldn't have had it, looking back, I wouldn't have had it any other way because I developed my own self-esteem. Yeah. Who I, who I am was not some inflated, um, skewed version of, you're so awesome, Mike, you're just the greatest, and you can do no wrong. Right. Um, and so I had to figure out who I was for myself. Okay. And so, um, not to get too deep in my personal psychology and all that, but... Oh, I will, don't worry. Yeah, but no, I, I, I appreciate the fact that I was not coddled to an extensive degree. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get through this. I'm, I'm going to keep working on it, but I don't, I don't know that's going to happen. I don't think you should be discouraged. I think you should keep plowing. I, I, I will. Because here's know, the thing. I, I, your, your kids are watching. That's true. That's true. Also, your wife is watching. But I, I asked her if she wanted me to bring anything home. Be like, honey, I did this for you. Yeah, but uh, okay, I'm gonna clue you in. Okay. Listen, I've been I've been married 15 years. Okay, that year uh, you got me by nine years. We we started dating uh, my senior year of high school, okay. right? And so really, we've been together for about 21 years. Still doing okay. Sorry to interrupt. I'm um, doing as well as I possibly can. <laughs> no rush on it. But if a Butterfinger milkshake ends up here. With just a small sample side for my friend here, so that he can at least try it. Do, do you have mint chocolate chip milkshakes? Shakes? Or, or um, do you I mean, shakes? I can make it happen. We have mint chocolate chip ice cream. Because I'm thinking, I, I, regardless of what happens with this, I can still, at this present moment, yeah. eat a mint chocolate chip milkshake. Yeah. So I think I'll have one unless I needed to try the butter. I think you should chocolate. try the butterfinger. I'll put a little okay. on the still side. Do, you say yeah, butterfinger? Butter? Yeah, butterfinger. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. I am mint chocolate chip through and through, okay. right? Um, like, we'll drive a couple miles that way, and I'll get you one of the one of my favorite shakes if you okay. want. Okay. But um, these milkshakes, like, there's. I order. I came in one night on duty. Right. And I I had like two other cars were with us, so there were six of us here. Mm -hmm. And I said, can I have a milkshake and just divide it out between us? They didn't give us extra, and it. It was fine for all six of us. Mm. So okay. this is a milkshake, my friend. I will take a little sample, okay. make a decision for myself because almost without persuading me. But I would like to taste and see that the. Let me see if this puts you over. The, good. Okay, go let ahead. Let me see if this puts you over the okay. over the top. Okay. Right. Again, I'm mint chocolate chip through and through. Mm -hmm. I ordered a chocolate one one day, and Frankie, God bless her, <laughs> says that's not what you want. <laughs> and I said, what? She what do I want? Yeah. Okay. I said, what do I want? And she said, you want the Butterfinger milkshake. I said, I don't, and I don't really like Butterfinger candy bars. Okay. They're not bad. It's just not say, a thing I enjoy. I enjoy them, but it's not like my most favorites. I like That's peanut butter. That's what I'm saying. Oil milkshake person. I like the oil. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, ah, I'm not so really that saying, into it. I just it. need to have my own Butterfinger. Yeah. I just need to ju I just make the decision now. That's, up to, that's up to you. That's up to okay. you. What but think? what I'm saying is, what she says think? this. She says, this is what Frankie says. Yeah. She says, listen, 
I'm gonna bring you that milkshake, and if you don't like it, I'll pay for it. And I said, bring me the milkshake. Okay. I've never ordered another kind of milkshake since I came here, since that time. He's very animated. Go with the expert, is what I'm learning. So it's, you're saying it's large, though. Um, can you bring them in to-go cups? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are that you way both way. okay with whipped cream? Yeah. Do yes. people say no to that? Do you punch them in the face? <laughs> They're ordering a milkshake, you should. and yeah. then they say no to the whipped cream. Yeah, thing. I feel like it's a sin. Like, it's wrong. That's, yeah. that's right. That, you're you're, 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 you're yeah. correct. You're correct. So, yeah. yeah. It's right. somewhere in the Bible. Two so. butterfinger milkshakes, whipped yeah. cream, to go cups. That would yeah. be perfect. Be Take your time Great. on that. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank yeah, because he's still got to finish this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the actual bun. No, I've, I've worked on the bottom bun here. Here's, uh, here's I, my I'm... 21 years of experience for you. Okay, go ahead. My 21 years of relationship experience. Yes, yes. Random unsolicited advice to you in particular. <laughs> okay? Yes. Uh, actually, not so random. Totally unsolicited, but here it is anyway. To me, yes. Uh, if you take home your scraps for your wife, instead of getting her something that is totally hers, mm -hmm. that she will enjoy, she'll see right through that. You're bringing me your scraps, the thing you mm. couldn't handle, and now you're bringing it to me <laughs> to finish the job, Micah. <laughs> that makes me think of... Be the man in your house. <laughs> Are you going to the conference oh. at the end of the month? The men's conference? Yes. Yes. Because yes, this is what they're going to talk about. <laughs> At some point, they're going to say, You're going to make sure finish Scott the stinking Pauly burger. Points out. I'm going to so find him and I, pull him to the side and explain it. Think, all I could think of yeah. was the Spartan wives. Bring back your shield. Was it bring your shield back or be or on it? What's that phrase? I forget what the exact what phrase is, but right, the but sentiment but is you either carry your shield, your shield back or, on or come it. back right. on okay. it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Basically, <clears throat> be carried dead on your shield back or come back with it. Right. So, either come back with no burger. It's not really a poetic way to say it. So what I'm gonna do is go I'm home text my wife as the conquerer. Her. Is what I'm saying. Maybe she'll just say the burgers are good enough. Maybe she'll be like, Do you no, want to take your wife good enough, or do you want to wow her? Oh, that's good. That's good. Here's a Sunday school lesson for you. You ready? Mm -hmm. This is an illustration I used in Sunday school yeah. one day. I said, Look, if I go to Burger King. I'm going to go in Burger King. I'm going to expect the kid behind the counter to be bored. And then I'm going to expect that the food I get might match what I actually ordered. Mm -hmm. Because the guy in the kitchen doesn't really care what's going on. Right. Right? And I'm going to eat that food, and it's going to be adequate. I'll be filled. My belly will be full. I'll move on with my day. Right. I go into Chick-fil-A. Right? I walk in the door. The kid behind the counter is excited to see me. Mm -hmm. And he greets me excitedly. And the person in the kitchen makes my food and makes it pretty and presentable mm -hmm. because they want me to enjoy it as much as they enjoy it when they eat it, mm -hmm. right? Right. And when the person brings it up, excuse me, to my table, they want to know, is there anything else we can do for you? They're very excited to make me happy, right? Right. Here's a little secret. Oh, and I'm going to eat it and it's going to be adequate, but I'm going to be really, really satisfied when I'm done. Mm -hmm. And here's the dirty little secret. There is no difference in quality of food between Burger King and Chick-fil-A. The difference is, Burger King says, we want you to have it your way. Chick-fil-A lives, Chick lives it. Chick-fil-A's, Burger King does enough to not get in trouble. Chick-fil-A tries to wow you, right? So, do you want to do enough to not get in trouble? Or do you want to wow your wife? You're welcome. <laughs> This has been the marriage moment, Joe Katinsky. It's good. Good. I still don't know if it's going to change how much more of this I eat.
to your life, bro. I'm just here to support right. you. Right. I, pre I appreciate the support. Yeah. But I didn't eat enough Oreos to make an excuse. What I will say is... That's a monster, isn't it? The meat is excellent. Mm -hmm. but once you get to about this point... I, I would not use the word greasy. It's not greasy. No. But it's definitely not lean. Well, it's ground beef. Right. And when you have that volume of ground beef, it's, it's you're going to get some fat and grease in it. Right. That's which, just how it which is. Which I enjoy for flavor. It's excellent yeah. for the ability for me to feel like I can continue. I will remind you, the first person to complete this task was a 13-year-old girl. And, you know, I... I, I tooted my own horn about how I eat so much. That's to your edification, then, not to your tear you down. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, I completely how I took it. Yeah, the wounds of a friend. <laughs> I, I opened the podcast by the first um, line on the uh, the audio version was something like iron, the Bible says in Proverbs 27, 17, yeah. iron sharpens iron, sharp iron. iron. Yeah. Right. But it probably didn't feel good for the iron. So, yeah. But... I do love leftovers, but maybe I'm just making excuses for myself now. There's no, listen. <clears throat> There's no easy way out. There's, There's well, no shortcut. No, that wasn't what I was going to go for. <laughs> little montage. <laughs> Rocky style montage of you eating this burger. Can we edit that later? Can that be a thing? I think we can, a, mu a music video here at Tip Top. No, no, here's what you have to do. You have to take some of the footage from this of you eating it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a montage. Right, right, right. Then you have to drive down to the park. <laughs> Get a little couple bites of it there, some footage of that. You have to drive to your friend's house, get some there sounds, while he's cheering if, you if, on if to you the guys side. Can just imagine that. Yeah. Because I think that's going to take a lot of video editing and work. So you're so not. I don't think it's going to happen. All right. It sounds sounds it sounds like a great idea. It's one of my many ill-conceived <laughs> ideas. It sounds great on paper. That would that would be a lot of effort to do that. That's the links I would go to for a joke that I would actually do that though. Yeah. It's probably worth it. Mm -hmm. Probably worth it. Purely just to make me laugh. Right. That's all I would if do. Nobody else. If other people are right. amused. And, and I've said this, and I've, I'm going to keep my streak going of saying this for every mm -hmm. podcast, that if no one else is watching, mm -hmm. I'm having a good time. Yeah. I am currently pleasantly full yeah. and could be obscenely and hurtfully full here soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So. I mean, matters. you just described my Facebook page. Even if nobody else is watching, I'm having a good time. So, have you ever considered, you ask, mm -hmm. I am no expert. You know, tastemakers have no taste sometimes. Mm -hmm. Have you ever considered stand-up comedy? I mean, I like the idea of it. Sure. Um, but I feel like I, I enjoy... You know, I have kind of a writer mindset. Sure. My, you, you said earlier, I, I, my brain works differently than sure. other people, and it does. Mm -hmm. I, I have the brain of a writer. I have the brain of an engineer. I, you know, like, it's a, it's a weird, like, conflagration going on up sure. here. And so, um, that's probably not the right word. But anyways. Um, sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. It's a big word. Nobody knows what it means. They're Googling right now. <laughs> conflagration is spelled with a K. It's not. It's spelled with a C. <laughs> But the point is, I, I like situational, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I could write a funny joke, right. I can tell a funny story, um, but you know, I, at the end of the day, I'm a very selfish person and I want to be amused. Sure. And it doesn't amuse me to stand in front of people and tell the same joke over and over and over again, mm. even if it's different people. 
So the you know enjoyment I mean? you don't not not narcissistic, but you don't. Oh, it's you, totally narcissistic. Well, well no, no. Yeah. So you're saying maybe it is, but you don't get, you don't feel like you get much out of the crowd enjoying your creation. Yeah, you don't feel like you get that. But you you enjoy it the first time, and after that, it's kind of because the question I'd ask is, yeah, why reshare? old random advice to no one in particular on Facebook as they come up with memories if we don't enjoy rehashing old material. Two-part answer to your question. Okay. Okay. First of all, my when I if I if you ever ask me the table for six question, sure. hands down, individual. It's never going to be a table for six. It's always going to be five different dinners because I'm selfish. I farm out my hospitality because I want to focus on you. Okay. Right? Okay. I like the one-on-one. I value the one-on-one. Okay. There's there's value to me in a group. Sure. You know, I've got my bros I hang out with almost every Thursday night. There's four or five of us, depending, you know, varying group. But, like, you know, and there's value in that. But I value one-on-one time. Right? Sure. So... Uh, to answer your question about stand-up, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind telling a story six different times if it's six different people. Sure. Um, but I, I'd rather have your reaction than the reaction of everybody in this room. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. And that, that's an interesting interplay. Yeah. And and yeah, that, that's very in, in this very follower-driven influencer mar- marketing, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram mm-hmm. thing and all that. It's a very interesting thing because it's almost a game for many people of how many people can I touch at one time. Like yeah, I'm almost the opposite of that. And you, you take it to the nth degree of if I can directly influence one person. So, do you teach social class? I do. How does that, does that color what you do? Or do you just try to widen, you know, take the choke out of the shotgun and just spread that and and really look people in the eye? Could you, if it, the class, I don't know how big your class was, but if it got above yeah. 12, that just really perturb you or, or what? I, I averaged between 9 and 15 okay. when I was teaching adult Sunday school, okay. which I just switched over to 5th through 8th graders mm-hmm. like two weeks ago okay. and haven't actually even taught my first class with them. Okay. I'm still shadowing the guy who did it before me mm-hmm. just because I want to I want to know what he's doing mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, because it's a big switch mm-hmm. going from a room full of adults to a room full of fifth through eighth graders, the maturity level goes up exponentially, right? right? Um, but uh, I, you know, I, I'll tell you the same thing I told them. I wrote those Sunday school lessons for me, right? And this goes back to your why do I do random unsolicited advice to no one in particular. Mm-hmm. I wrote those Sunday school lessons for me. I'm here to tell you about them, and maybe you're going to glean something from it. And if you do, that's awesome. So resharing them is really just a reminder to you. That's why I reshare my random unsolicited advice to no one in particular. And I started off the year actually trying to write them down every time they came up. And it, it just got too much of an, like, too labor intensive. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Do you, I was one pop up almost every day in memories? Oh, probably. So over the like, course of the... Like you have a book. Is what it sounds probably. like. Probably. Is that, are these 90% of them creations of your own mind or... or? It's varying degrees. Okay. So some of it is stuff that... And there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So just because I said it doesn't make it a Joe K original. Sure. But um, some of it is direct quotes from other people. Mm-hmm. Some of it is like filtered down conversations mm-hmm. into this one sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, some of it is stuff that I heard from a friend. You know, some of it is stuff I might have gotten from a book. Um, you know, it's all this conglomerate of it's it's random unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. and it's really all to me. Like I had to, I did it. I was doing this for a year or two before anybody before I finally gave away my dirty little secret, which is those are for me. Like I'm not shooting at anybody because everyone's look, reading into them. Like who people kept coming up to me, Joe going, mad at? Yeah, people right. kept coming. Is that is that that random who, unsolicited who, advice? Who was that me? Thank you for taking them out. Yeah, to dinner. yeah, yeah. Who was that too? I think I know who that was too. So you don't. I mean, you know the person, but you don't know what it's about. Right. It's always to me. Right. Right. Because frankly, sure. you know, my brain works in weird ways. I remember things I like. Ran, like you put me in a trivia game, we're gonna have a good time. You're not, but I'm going to. Um, like my family won't pay play trivia games with me but uh, I have come up with new and creative ways to be an idiot and I need to be kept in a lane and sometimes I have to keep myself there so I do this random unsolicited advice to no one in particular really is to me but if I put that out there and it's beneficial to one other person who goes hey you know what? I really needed to hear that today sure you know I needed to be reminded of whatever that thing is right. you know hmm. then great that's fine right. That's awesome. It's for me. And I've had where, you know, I've I've seen that come up in my today in the past and I read it and I go, "Oh man, is that where I was 9 years ago on that thing?" Cuz that's where I needed to be today too. I totally forgot about that. And I just did this to this guy yesterday and I should have remembered that advice. And now I have to go apologize to that guy or whatever. Wow, you know. Hmm. Hmm. It's funny to use the mo- one of the most narcissistic tools mm-hmm. of all time, Facebook. Yeah. For a very, you could say self-centered, but in the best way, self-centered way yeah. is, is very, um, when I say narcissistic, I'm meaning put things out there for everybody to see, but to use it as really just a pin up, you know, a board, just a bulletin board with, hey, remember this. Oh, yeah. And you get reminded about it 30 to 65 days later. Is It's very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And, so you've and, been doing it for, for, you said, how long now? Oh, a long time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did I it start with the advent of Facebook, or were you kind of doing this kind of for yourself before that? I got on Facebook in 2008. Okay. And... Um, and that was strictly at the urging of my wife and a good friend of mine who's who's passed away because they wanted to play Scrabble with me. Um, to which I obliterated my wife all the time. I love you, dear. Um, obliterated my wife every time. And then Vasil would obliterate me every time. And so it was this sort of hierarchy of Scrabble obliteration. Right. Um, but I was highly resistant to it. And then I realized that it could be an outlet for my, like, creativity. Mm-hmm. And it made my wife's life so much easier because she was the sole audience of all of this oddness and weirdness. Right. And now other people can have that. And she can just jump on every two or three days and blow up my notifications. By just, like, 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 Yeah, yeah. I know if I see one, there's 12 more coming. And I'm fine with it. I love you. But... <laughs> But uh, she's not watching right now because she's at work diligently, slaving away. But um, but she'll probably watch this later. And uh, um, you know, realistically, I you know, it's funny you touched on the narcissism of it. I am I am to narcissism what an alcoholic is to alcohol, right? Like I I will never say I used to be a narcissist. I am a narcissist. I am. And like there was a period of time 
where I had such a huge ego. Now I, I'm cheeky about it, you know? But there's always a little bit of truth in every joke. Sure. You know? So like, I have my water bottles that have my logo on it. I have my stool in my Sunday school classroom that has my logo and letterhead and my motto on it. And people say, well, why do you have your, like, is that your logo? That's your logo? Why do you have a logo? So well, don't you have a logo? How do you control your brand? <laughs> you know? And it's, it's less of a funny joke to you because you actually have a logo and a brand. Yeah, but, so is this why we clicked so very quickly? Because I am, well definitely, I, I say used to be, but still not the case, like you were saying. And we touched on this in a previous podcast with myself about previous arrogance and mm -hmm. ways I've reined that in. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know. I'm, that, that's got to be part of us, you know, clicking so quickly. But go ahead. It could be. So, what, what changed my course of direction, right? Was I, I was working at Lowe's at the time, mm -hmm. and I had been out on delivery for a while, doing delivery stuff mm -hmm. for probably two years I think at that point two or three years at least might have been a little more I don't know I lose track everything gets fuzzy after a while sure. um, but I'd been out I'd been on delivery for a while and in in the la like Thursday and Friday of this particular work week the one day I had for the umpteenth time gotten out a crowbar and a hammer and chiseled a stove off of somebody's floor because it was so grease stuck to the floor and nasty. I mean, there were days I'd come home and I'd call my wife on the way home and be like, hey, put some clothes in the garage because I'm ditching these, you know? Um, that was thir like Thursday. Friday, I had to break up a fight that almost became a physical altercation between my partner and an octogenarian over the best way to hook up a water line to a refrigerator. And I said, I'm done. So when I got back, I'm talking to the store manager and I says, hey man, I, look, I'm ready to come back to the sales floor. I've been in retail since I was 15. I can sell anything you want me to sell. I was the outdoor power equipment specialist before and you know, all this other stuff and whatever. He said, all right, Joe, let me, let me see what I can find for you. I said, all right, great. So I follow up with him in about a week and I says, what'd you find? Now, this is the difference between a, a good manager and a great manager, right? Sorry, Joe, you gotta pop the shirt. That's all right, I'm comfortable okay, with my masculinity. So when you put them in the to-go cup that other places normally put a full entree of like, say, curry or soup or something, yeah. yes. you get a then you know, and when this has a thicker diameter than the water chunks. line you just mentioned. Yeah, there's chunks of Butterfinger in there. I approve, I approve whatever this is. You enjoy it. And I, w I will need a go box no of whatever size will take this. Yeah, no problem. If I have to lay it down to get it to That's all right, but, that's all right. All right. Sounds good. Back. Thanks. Um, but here's the difference between a good manager and a great manager, all right? Now, he was a good manager in many aspects. Mm -hmm. He was a great manager in this aspect. He was truthful with me, and he... he came at me from a place of actually caring about me and not from a place of, look, I just want to solve my problem and move on with my day. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got this guy whose ego is so out of control, right? And I can either just shoot him down and move on with my day, or I can sit down and explain to him why no other manager in the store wants me back on the sales floor, which is that, you know, he said this, this is what he said. Um, everyone really respects your work product. They think you do a great job. You're a fine delivery driver. You deal with customers very well. You sell a lot of stuff when you sold stuff and whatever. Nobody wants to deal with your attitude. Mm. 
And this is the first time anybody explained to me that I couldn't just do whatever I wanted as long as the product was good. Sure. Right? Mm. I couldn't say whatever I wanted. I couldn't treat people however I wanted just to get the job done. Right? Right? And it, it, it like, it made me pause. Mm. And he said, but I have a spot on nights. I need somebody to come in and kind of like shake it up a little bit. So go to night shift for a little while, prove that you can be a member of a team. And then I'll bring you back to the day side somewhere. You know, I'll talk somebody into taking you. Right. Um, and, you know, so I said, okay, fine. I'll, whatever you need me to do. So I go to Knights. Got stuck there for four years because as good of a manager as he was, he made a mistake. He helped somebody load a generator into a car. Didn't check the receipt. He essentially accidentally helped somebody steal a generator. Well, you get fired for that. Right? Sorry about your luck. You know, it was a shame. Um, but that stranded me on nights for four years mm. because I had a verbal agreement with him and the new guy that came in knew nothing of that verbal agreement right. and wasn't going to let me off nights because you couldn't find anybody that wanted to work nights, you know? Mm. So right around that same time, it was about the time I went ahead and signed up for the police academy, took a leave of absence from Lowe's, went to the police academy. And if you want to learn about how to be a member of a team, you go into any kind of paramilitary organization. And they're going to they're gonna teach you, like right now. Mm -hmm. You're all doing push-ups because Joe K didn't shave today. You know what I mean? And like, you build you that you team mentality. You you want in spite of the product being <laughs> Right? So, um, you learn really fast how to be part of a team. Right. So when I came back out of the police academy, um, thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Thanks. You know, I'm I'm Mr. Go Team. I'm Mr. Whatever we need to do to get the job done, as long as we're respectful to people. You know, it, all that kind of stuff. But it wasn't an overnight thing. Sure. It was a long journey that's still occurring. Because somebody asked me that the other day. They said, "How did you, you know, how did you finally get?" I said, "There ain't no final about it." I said, "Brother, I'm screwing up every day." Sure. Like you're you're talking to a narcissist. Hmm. You know. Right. So, like, that's just how life is. But, like, you know, I don't know if that answered your question, because, frankly, I forgot what your question you was. Know, I, I, but, you know, uh, you said that, I have no idea what, what prompted it. Um, well, you know, I have no idea. But, no, that, that's very astute. This, a lot of times we think of people that deal with substance abuse or whatever the case may be as being, as being different. They're dealing with different sin than the rest of us, or you know, different personalities. All sin is the same, right? And it all it, comes down to pride. Only by pride come with contention, right? I, I, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I've gotten an argument, or anytime I've seen an argument happen, you realize there's that's the only thing at the end of the day. Name a sin that doesn't involve pride. You can't. You can't. There's one. Right. I stole that because I wanted it. Mm -hmm. I, I cheated on my wife because I wanted her. Right. Or because she wanted me, and who wouldn't? Because look at me. Right. Right. It all comes down to pride. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like just the thought of the ongoing, because a lot of time, and we do, I, I read a book recently. I don't even know how it appeared or showed up or why I downloaded it. It was like a dollar in Kindle or something. Um, something about the culture of conversionism, something. Okay. They, were, they were talking about where the altar call came from and things like that and why Baptists do it and things like that. But there are times we can get too 
hard. There was a moment of your birth. Mm -hmm. There, you know, but there were nine months of gestation, gestation before that. Yeah. But a lot of times we can get very focused on the moment. Just mm -hmm. you know, person comes to church for the first time, heard a message they don't quite understand, walked an aisle because someone told them to, prayed a prayer because someone told them to, and the, the, people can be guilty of one, two, three, repeat after me. Um, but I do think no matter how far you swing the other way. As far as, you know, I know people, they'll hear a great gospel presentation, they'll come forward and the person feels like they need to explain the gospel to them again for an hour. They came forward for a reason, so maybe give the Holy Spirit some do. Um, but the thought of it being an ongoing process, you know, there are a lot of spiritual abortions. Abortion is a touchy subject all the time, but yeah, so many times people get, you know, there's no discipleship after and things like that. But for ourselves... Discipleship is not just a 12-week course that we, somebody did, you know, right. with us, maybe. Yeah, here's um, 12 weeks in Sunday school. Right. You're gonna, here's right. your diploma, you're good right. to go. It, it's, it's an ongoing individual process. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we forget about that. I, 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 you brought that to light of you know this is something that you're going to deal with, work at, chip away at the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Which I think a lot of people don't. They think, I came down to an altar and prayed about it once. So we're good. Yeah. And then somehow they fail the very next week you right. know, in that exact arena. So And yeah. when they do, because they think they're, they, well, I'm, I'm saved. And then when they fail the next week, they think, well, I guess I'm not saved. So forget it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go back. Mm -hmm. I guess it wasn't real. It didn't take. Right. It's like, right. oh man, you're you you gotta you're gonna have to work at this every day. Right. Like every day. Yeah, and, and you know, stressing, you know, baptism and things like that, that's important. Absolutely. First of obedience. But I think you, we would be well served to let people in the very you know, very much stress this is a rebirth. Yeah. You are an infant. Yeah. You have no I apologize for the conversation cutting off right there for no apparent reason due to technical difficulties. We literally sat there for another 40, 45 minutes or so and just continued talking even after we realized that the live stream had cut off and missed some of the audio, obviously. If you'd like to listen to or see more episodes of Mike and McCurry Eats, let me know. DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Send me an email. Would love to hear your thoughts on that concept. Love the diner noise in the background, all that stuff. It was so much fun. Appreciate you listening. Have a great day.